Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Now, last week we heard that a meeting was being held with all of the South Dock staff in Formoy with local concerns that the service could be closed or that there would be a reduction in the opening hours. Fianna Fáil Councillor Deirdre O'Brien once again joins me with the latest on this uh, story. Uh, Good morning to you, Deirdre. Good morning, Patricia. Now, what do we know at this stage? What was said and spoken about at last week's meeting of uh, the staff? What was the staff told? They were literally told that this was going to be happening and that it would go to the next level, but they were put on their warn that this will be happening, will be happening soon, and it will take effect immediately. And what is that? It's basically that the reduced hours from I would uh, close at 10 o'clock on the weeknights, Monday to Friday, and would close at 6 p.m. on Saturday and Sunday. So you don't have, like, you don't have a doctor to call if you get sick after 10 at night and between probably 9 the following morning when your local uh, primary care health centre opens. So basically, and Saturday like, and Sunday evenings after six pm. Yeah. So, you know, so it's no longer an out of hour service, then, is it? That's it, exactly. And like, where do you go to then? You cut like the ambulances I said, are overwhelmed at the moment. The A and E's are overcrowded. They can't deal with what they have. We hear every day about the crowding of A and E's. I felt so bad, actually. It got me so much, and like people have been coming to me, and I can't thank God. You know, the public representative, I feel, announced me to go out there. So I actually set up a petition and I'm just amazed at the um, traction on the petition. Like, I said yesterday morning there and there's 1,400 names already and I just localised there to our own area, which it concerns. And people are seeing, like, they're just saying, what are we meant to do? You know, like, nobody can plan when they get sick. Mm. You know, and, like, they know themselves that, like, even for here, okay, we have a good road to Cork, but, like, at the same time, you know, bringing somebody and they may not need to go to A&E. You know, it could be, like, you know, it's pre- reassurance in a lot of cases. And like, you know, you said, like, you know, none were not medically trained. Someone could be sick and you know there's something wrong, but it could be something simple. It could be started by a local doctor as opposed to all the way up to A&E. Yeah, know, I mean, I, I'm thinking of, of families with young children and we know how young children can very quickly spike temperatures and, you know, many cases it's an antibiotic and they need to get the antibiotic as quickly as possible. I mean, that's exactly something your local GP can give you or if it happens after six in the evening um, and inevitably it does, that's where South Dock kicks in. That's right, that's right. And this is it, like, and I suppose, you know, during covid like there was that we didn't get to the doctor, but we can see a lot of the um, offshoots from that now. A lot of people getting sick, having got, um, probably missed, you know, as early diagnosed, late diagnosing, and sick at the moment. You're quite sick, and I suppose I think early diagnosis is critical to everything as well, you know, because um, something like that can kind of just 
start off something, you know, that you'd be like, I find at the moment people aren't even going to the doctor. And like, you know, you need to go for your checkups and things like that. But like people are going to say, sure, we can't get employment in there. And, you know, they're just kind of saying, oh, sure, we can't go in there at all. And they'll leave this diagnosing themselves. But isn't that isn't that another issue, uh, Deirdre, that I, th- I think you've hit on with people finding it difficult to get same day appointments? Some will say to get a same week appointment with their own GP. We hear from others who can't even register with the doctor. Isn't that putting more pressure on Southstock? People who should be going to their GP during the day know that they can't get in or if they don't have a doctor, they can't get in anyway. Um, so they wait and then they call South Dock at six o'clock. Isn't that putting additional pressure on the service? It is indeed. And that's what they're saying. Um, like South Dock has said to me like that they, the staff have said like, you know, that people are coming in and they're just so relieved that they got to see a doctor. Yeah. Because when they rang their local living health or whatever, they couldn't get an appointment there. They were kind of told it's an emergency routine. You can't see a doctor now for maybe a week or whatever. Or sometimes even it could be six weeks. I'm getting that all the time. I brought that up recently, actually, that I did question the um, the running of the, our own living health here in Mitchellstown, that people just find access to a doctor, just can't get in there. And they're told they send in a photograph or something. You get to see a doctor anymore just seems to be, I don't know, impossible. Like they were saying there were about two doctors on duty there last week, two doctors from living health inside Mitchellstown. You know, like, I don't know why they can't, okay, there is a shortage of doctors, but believe there's one or two doctors left in recent times because they couldn't walk with the, the way that it works in Mitchellstown because they want to see their patients. They don't believe in getting this photograph in and diagnosing from a photograph. And people are saying that as well. Like they're kind of saying, they want me to take a photograph and send it in. Like, but you're, you know, you need to, I don't know, I, I feel myself you need to see someone face to face. And chat, them. yeah, and chat. Yeah, and and yeah. a doctor needs to see uh, the patient. I mean, I don't know if you were listening yesterday. We had a, a young GP on from out on the Bearer Peninsula, uh, Dr. Fiona Kelly. I mean, talking about, I mean, I, I went to bed last night actually thinking about her saying how in God's name she's in a little practice all on her own. And she has about, I think, 5,000 patients. And you just think, how is she going to keep going? You could hear it in her voice yesterday, Deirdre, that she is already at uh, burnout. Um, yeah. And yet we've got, we, and it's fantastic that more people are going to be getting GP-only cards, but an extra half a million are going to go into that system, which is just going to put even further pressure. I agree with you. Like, there's no point giving them the GP cards because they won't see the GP. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you know, it's easy to give out something that's not going to cost anything because I reckon they won't see GP. And this is it. They need to be. They need to look at the read, go back to the very start, and see where the issue is. And like we're training lots of medical students, I know a lot of them are leaving, but you have to incentivize them to come to Ireland to give them the, you know, the what do I say, the the life balance in the work. Um, and that's probably what's off putting now. I know a lot of them will tell you they're in Australia and it's brilliant, but it's not. It's not. You know, there can be ups and downs there as well. It's not home. It's, it's, no, it's, it's, it's not home. But Dr Fiona yesterday outlined a scheme that they put in place for, for rural areas and this was this to encourage GPs from outside the EU who would like to come to Ireland to work as GPs. But she outlined to us the registration process and the procedure for those doctors who want to come to Ireland to work. They're willing to work in rural areas and she said the red tape involved it can take up to a year where she said New Zealand are going after those same doctors and they're done dusted and in the surgery within six weeks. It's like we can't, like, it's something as simple as that needs to get sorted out. That's right. And that's going on for a lot of years now of bringing people, you know, nurses and that coming in as well. The, the, the red tape about it, it seems to be just so off-putting. 
you know, unless you get a, maybe an employer that's willing to do, drive it or whatever, but like the individual themselves just get lost in the system, you know, and I find that myself where you go to, like, look, a politician, maybe, you know, TD, someone a member of the doll is what you need and something like that case, maybe to, to work with the department on it, you know, but if they don't like, they mightn't have the, the line into that, but whereas an employer here may, may well able to, you know, have done it and know the, the way around it. But it is, it is the process. It is yeah. the easiest process. Yeah, Lisa in Formoy says, we can't tell our bodies when they suddenly are going to become unwell. If you are ill in the early hours of the morning, what are we expected to do? What do you do if a toddler gets violently ill at 3am in the morning? The area of Avondue uh, deserves better. Uh, thanks for that, Lisa. And that's another good point about the Formoy South Dock. Deirdre, it's a huge catchment area. Oh, yeah. She just said, I suppose, like, we're on the border here as well, then, like, you're taking in, like, South Tip. Waterford, um, let's say Limerick, you know, kind of goes as far as Anglesborough, Valley Preen. You do about that because, like, I suppose the South Docks in the um, their areas are probably much further from them, you know, so you will go to your nearest one. And, like, I suppose Mitchelton really is the nearest town to a lot of villages, mm. in, like, in the south of these counties. So you would, like, your nearest town then you come to. But, like, you can't just box us off into something like that into county. You know, it has to be something. And that's was now one of the reasons the HSE was brought in to kind of make it more national as opposed to box it off into certain health boards, but I don't know, is that working either? But, um, yeah, and I would say that there is a, like, I'd say Living Health Commission on there, a lot of their um, patients are definitely from uh, counties, uh, neighbouring counties. Yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. are Southstock saying the reason for these reduced hours in the FOMOI service, are they saying it's due to lack of staff? It seems to be, like, the HSE are putting money into this and they're standing over it. And like they, they, they've promised that there's no... Um, they won't close it. Yeah, yeah, we keep yeah. saying, they but, keep hearing that. Yeah, yeah. And like, I suppose they're saying, like, it's probably South Dock is was calling this. And I suppose the doctors themselves are saying, look, you know, we're going to work these hours. But like, the money is coming into South Dock. The money is there for them. So like, I suppose it's very hard. To, like, I don't see how the doctors can say we close these hours and just leave the... You know, is there not a, a commitment to a job or is there something to the people? I don't know. Yeah, I don't they're, see myself. Yeah, yeah they're, they're the hypocritical oath uh, the, or whatever it's called, yeah. the, the oath that they, they, they take. I know the HSE uh, remains committed to providing equality out of hours service in partnership with South Talk in Formoy, across Cork and Kerry. So they remain committed to providing equality out of hours service but out of hours doesn't mean every out of hour because if you're after six on Saturday and Sunday you can forget about it. Okay, yeah. so where, where is it going from here, uh, Deirdre? I mean, I, I can hear it in your voice. You're not letting it go. Sorry, what you said? I can hear it in your voice. You're not letting this go. Well, I just feel like if we leave this go, you know, we're fighting for things at the moment, but isn't our health not the most crucial yeah, thing we need? Yeah. You know, and like we kind of, you know, we get people objecting things and I, that's why I just want to put out there to get people um, to get out there about people because like, I suppose I do find at the moment people are afraid to say things as well. Like people are afraid to say you know, anything against the doctors in case they wouldn't get into the doctor. I know, I know, I know. We get you that know? all the time. People are, are, are afraid yeah. to be uh, to be critical. So there's another meeting, you say? Yes, sorry. There's another meeting than the, the board then. And apparently it will be implemented there and it will probably ah, go. It's stressful. The thing is, you can implement it at the moment because, you know, it's quiet at the moment. It's a quiet time of the year. But like there would be chaos if this was, this was brought in, like in, in the winter you know, months, it's dealt, you know, and it's, it's the problem. That's the problem with it, okay. is that it's going to be smoothly brought in. And before we know it, it happened. And it's only when people start realizing when children get sick when they go back to school or, you know, people get sick in the winter, and look more, 
going to go look for a doctor and they won't have a doctor. Okay, uh, final text in from a listener saying, people's lives are at stake here. It's a disgrace. What South Stock are planning to do? If you live in, in the middle of nowhere, you'd be dead within a few hours. Okay, listen, dear, do we leave it there? We need a vet. Yeah. You'll get a vet in the middle of the night there. Fantastic. Okay, keep us informed, uh, Deirdre. Thank you for that. And uh, thanks uh, for joining us. That says North Cork, Fianna Fáil Councillor Deirdre O'Brien. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.